All right. Good afternoon, loves. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN on a Friday. So uh, a certain somebody called uh, my attention to uh, a certain college basketball player. And I'm going to read you what it says in the New York Post today. But I'm going to um, <laughs> I am going to uh, change some words around to make them medical words instead of colloquial words. Okay. Uh, all right. Here we go. Bizarre. Take two. Clemson guard Brevin Galloway details bizarre injury. My testicles exploded. Clemson basketball guard Brevin Galloway added some painful details to what the university labeled an abdominal issue last night. Galloway doesn't know why my testicles and scrotum were exploded. All Galloway did was lift in the morning and take a nap. Then, just three hours later, he had undergone surgery to reduce his testicles goals back to their normal size. I don't know what happened to my testicles. Galloway said in a video posted to his uh, Instagram, I guess they were trying to be like basketballs. <laughs> I don't know what happened to my testicles. I guess they were just trying to be like basketballs, but we made it. Now I'm going to be spoiled for the next 48 hours and I will be back in uniform shortly. Okay. Um, that got me thinking about a topic that, well, quite frankly, I rather enjoy your testicular tales of terror that you have either experienced as a man, witnessed as a man or a woman. And, you know, ladies, we as men can never go through the agony of childbirth. Thank God for that. We cannot go through the agony of childbirth. Well, at least not yet. I shouldn't speak too soon. But um, we do have uh, some rather sensitive external areas of our genitalia that are very susceptible to punches, kicks, and other things like that. Now, I'm not trying to play doctor, but it seems to me, based on what I've read that Mr. Galloway may very well have uh, experienced bilateral hydroseals. And the only reason I know that is because hydroseals run in my family. And I don't think I'm telling tales out of school. Well, it doesn't matter because he's dead. But my old man, he had a hydroseal. And yes, one of his testicles, uh, it was, I think it, it grew to softball size. I didn't see it. I didn't want to see it, um, but that was a surgical thing they had to do to uh, de deflate the testicle. And uh, my brother, whose name is Dick, um, he had a hydro seal, and he has described it to me uh, privately, and I said I would never talk about this on the air. Um, he... I'm kidding. Uh, he, I think he's talked about it on the air. Hydroseal was the most painful thing that he has ever been through. Now, as weird as my constellation of issues may be, so far, so good on the Hydroseal front. However, why do I get the feeling that just saying those words, I have cursed my own self even more? So, gentlemen... And ladies, as men, 
We have all taken a shot to the boys. We've all taken a shot to the junk that was absolutely the worst we have ever experienced. The worst story, I think, that has ever been phoned into this show, and Josh, I don't think you were working then with us, it involved a nail gun. Do I have to say more? It involved a nail gun. And I can think of nothing more painful, unless by the grace of God and mercy of angels, you collapse after something like that and you pass out and you wake up after surgery um, a little bit sore, but they give you stuff for that. So uh, in your life, the worst testicular tale of terror you have ever experienced or witnessed. I don't want to leave ladies out of this conversation. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930, the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And if uh, past experience on this annual topic is any indication, you'll want to call early because by the end of the show, I won't have time. So call now with the worst thing that has ever happened to you down there. And we're calling this today the Galloway Show in honor of the Clemson basketball player. And I can't use the words he used without probably getting in trouble. Um, My testicles and scrotum just exploded. 803-0930, the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And I'm going to tell you that my testicular tale of terror did not involve an injury. It was something that was done deliberately, and I'm not even going to tell you what it was. People close to me know exactly what it was. Let's just say there was a reason I missed the entire month of March last year, and leave it at that, okay? You ever seen a Ted's hot dog on the grill kind of split wide open? Yeah. So anyway, that was a rather, no, I didn't say the foot long. No. Uh, But anyway, but they don't serve cocktail francs either. Let me ponder that for a moment. All right. uh, 803-0930, star 930. Sorry to disappoint, ladies. 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone and uh, 1-800-616-WBEN. I wonder how many of you guys listening have had hydro seals because I, uh, I have heard that without a trauma to the testicles. That's from Austin Powers. That's why I say it like that. Um, I wonder how many of you have had hydroseals and if it really is as painful as I've been led to believe. And um, the -the run-of-the-mill, but still serious, testicular tales of terror. If you've got little kids and you're sitting on the couch, little kids love to jump up on your lap and they don't know how sensitive you are. Oh, M-G. I'm sure that's happened to you, gentlemen. Happens to every father, sometimes worse than others. Your testicular tale of terror. We don't have a prize for the best story, but uh, we're doing this in honor of Clemson basketball player Bevan Galloway. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, let's go to Rob in uh, Boston. Rob, how the fellas? Hey, uh, hanging hang low, Tom. Ah, uh, well, that happens with age, except for me. But uh, what's on your mind, sir? Right. So, when I was about ten years old, 
uh, getting ready for school. I had these sharp ab- lower ab- abdominal pains. My mother ended up taking me to the emergency room. And uh, as it turns out, while well, the doctor sat me on the table and he individually squeezed <gasps> um, each one of my nuts. And I mean, I was crying and screaming and, you know, my mother was having a fit. So, as it turned out, apparently one of my testicles, which apparently are a little tubes rolled up all twisted around like in a, a ball, um, was restricted or pinched or what have you. Yep. And he said they're going to have to go in and do surgery and possibly remove part of, if not all, of one of my testicles. So, my mother, being very concerned, she looked at the doctor. And this is a true story, by the way. She, she looked at the doctor and she said, you know, doctor will my son be able to have children? And the doctor looked at her and he said, ma'am, he said, two's a luxury, one's a necessity. <laughs> so um, with that said, I fathered, uh, you know, uh, two children myself. And uh, apparently they removed about one-third of one of my testicles. Okay. But, now, um, uh, obviously, they would have put you fully under for something like that. How yeah, bad yes. How bad was the recovery? You know, I honestly, I really don't remember other than, you know, I don't even remember, you know, putting a bag of frozen peas on it or anything like that. I, I really don't remember that part of it. Now, they, they didn't call it a hydro seal, though. Was it, was it an infection? Um, apparently, part of the testicle died. Um, whatever blood flow gets got cut off to the, the tubes, somehow part of, part of the testicle died and they had to remove it. Oh, my goodness. That is a testicular tale of terror. The good news, Rob, is as we get older as men, the rest of that area tends to die as well. So it it all evens out. Tell me about it. It all evens out. Um, Well, Well, thank you. you. Well, speaking of which, I went went to the doctor the other day because I went to renew my prescription for my generic Viagra, and uh, the pharmacy said, you know, you're not due for a refill yet. So I went to my doctor and I said, well, apparently I'm a little more active than medically allowed, but, um, you know, can you, can you help me out here? <laughs> can you maybe in, in, increase the uh, number of pills you're giving me? But anyway, sorry to take up your time. Why, why are you sorry to take up my time? I asked for phone calls and you were a great call. Are you kidding me? Why well, would you oh, apologize? Oh, well, well, no, but. But thank you. I just figured you got all these men lined up to talk about their testicles. Well, I, I, I know. I feel like a urologist today. Um, I'll do this in honor of uh, Doctors Chazen and Abramowitz, who know me well. Uh, thank you, Rob. I appreciate the call. Uh, very, all right, Tom. All right, very, very much. Nice Irish boys. Um, let's go to. Uh, <laughs> let's. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty true. I know pretty much every doctor in Western New York. Let's go to uh, traffic on WP. <laughs> All right, gang. In honor of uh, Brevin Galloway, Clemson basketball player, who said, quote, my, well, I'm changing words here, okay, into the medical nomenclature. My testicles and my scrotum just exploded. Testicular tales of terror. Here is, uh, and I suspect, without being a doctor, probably uh, hydro seals, bilateral hydro seals at that. That's what I think. Let's go to uh, traffic, or I'm, I'm sorry, let's go to, uh, man, I'm having a senior moment here today. It's only been going on for the past three years. Um, Ed in Lancaster, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hello, 
How are you? Well, Ed, uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to be wincing with this story. What happened to you, sir? Okay, I have a spermatocele. Uh, a hydrocele is um, a fluid. Uh, in my case, I'm leaking um, semen. Uh, same effect, enlarged uh, uh, testicles. Is is there anything, um, I mean, first of all, only fans, you could probably make some money, not going to lie. But the, uh, I'm just going to say, but the, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. Uh, is there any surgical uh, correction that can be done for this perpetually leaking semen? Which I think the problem was with the USS Sullivan's a while back. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Um... Uh, that was the good news. They figured it out. I had surgery. Um, the bad news, as soon as I got home after the surgery, it continued to get larger. Uh, and so, uh, consequently, I've had it fixed three times, and I still have it. The tube that leads from the testicle apparently has a leak in it, and uh, supposedly it was fixed three times, and it, it, it never was. Uh, they wanted me to do it again. I told them, nope, forget it. I'll live with it. Okay, well, um, I don't want to get too involved here, but is it safe to say that you wear uh, a, uh, how do I put this delicately, a male protection product, something like a male shield uh, between yourself and your underwear? No, 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 nothing like that. I kind of learned to live with it, but... Uh, yeah, but, I mean, if you're constantly... I mean, you know, I think of a leaky faucet, sooner or later it fills up, pal. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It doesn't leak out. It leaks into the... Oh, uh, okay. Now, now it's... Yeah. Okay, but you shouldn't have to live like that. Have you used the same surgeon, without naming the surgeon, all three times? Uh, no. Uh, no, I haven't, uh... The first one, I thought he was a hack. Uh, the second one, I, I had confidence in him. Uh, and the third one, I had confidence in him. And uh, and then I just decided I'm not going through that again. When, when you have that surgery, and they opened me right up. I mean, it was, you know, opened up. Um, I got home, and my strength was just drained. I could hardly lift up a cup of coffee. I mean, it just saps your strength right out of you. Did you find yourself standing up, walking into your kitchen, and then paralyzed with pain? Yes. Yes. yes absolutely. Yes. Yep. Uh, I. You know what, I, sir? You have my. You have my sympathy, but you know, somewhere out there. Uh, in Western New York, I'm sure there is a yeah. urological surgeon with the requisite yeah. skill to uh, to fix that for you. Uh, yeah, I. The one I go to now. I. I we talked about it. And, you know, he explained what he was going to do. And, you know, he knew what happened in the past. And I told him, if you can guarantee to me that you will fix it, I will have it done. And he says, well, you know, they come back. And I said, I know that. How about amputation? I don't mean, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. At this point in your life, uh, could they just excise one and make it all better? I told him that. And he did not want to do that. He says, you don't want to do that. He Why says, not? You, you need the, you need them. Uh, if you're down to if you're down to one and you have an accident of some kind, then you got nothing. But at this point in your life, sir, uh, you know I don't know how old you are, but uh, comes a point when everything becomes disposable. 
just putting it out, just <laughs> well, putting it out there, man. Uh, thank yeah. you, thank you very much, Ed. I appreciate the call, and I, I wish you the best you're, of luck. You're quite welcome, and good luck with your uh, little problem. Oh, oh, my problem is done. Uh, thank you, thank you very much. At least oh. that problem is done. Yeah, yeah. That was last. That was last March. That was um, that was um, that was exquisitely painful. Like I said, ever been to Ted's? Louis, you ever seen the hot dog split open on the grill? Yeah. Enough said about that, huh? Testicular tales of terror. <laughs> All my friends who are listening are laughing because they know exactly what happened. Uh, anyway, it was planned. It wasn't an accident, just so you know. It, it was a planned baby. It wasn't, a, it wasn't an oops. All right. Um, your testicular tales of terror in honor of Bevan Galloway from Clemson, who said in the New York Post today, and I'm going to paraphrase here, my testicles and scrotum just exploded we've all had that problem from time to time traumatic or otherwise on news radio 930 wben if you're a lady and you've seen a man suffer a testicular tale of terror don't be shy about calling just keep it in medical terms and we'll steer clear of the fcc's wrath 803-0930 star 930 1-800-616-WBEN. Like, you know you're in trouble leaving the hospital when they say, hey, here's some Dilaudid. Here's some morphine. Here's an oxycodone. It's like, why are you giving me so many narcotics? About eight hours later, I now know why you gave me so many narcotics. Anyway, welcome. It's Bowerly on WBEN. You broke my wheel. Yeah, (laughs) we are uh, talking about testicular tales of terror in honor of Clemson basketball player uh, Brevin Galloway. And by the way, one of the funniest bits of audio you're ever going to hear is if you go to my Facebook page, Bowerly on WBEN, um, you will see the uh, Twitter posting of Mr. Galloway. And it is, um, it, it's absolutely hilarious. I, I wish I could give it to you the way he says it, but let me just say what he says is, I don't know what happened to my testicles. I just know my testicles exploded, but they're back down to normal size. I guess they were trying to be basketballs. I love that kind of poise and composure under pressure. I mean, I'm just saying. So what happened to you? Uh, what kind of trauma uh, have you experienced? And what, what I'm thinking is maybe um, Mr. Galloway experienced uh, a bilateral hydroseal. Hydroseals, in other words, in both of his boys. I wonder if that's what it was. It sounds like it, but, you know, I'm not a doctor and, you know, whatever. But just based on people I know who have had hydroseals, sounds an awful lot similar to the stories I've heard. By the way, um, I don't want to hear any whining about vasectomies. There's nothing to it. Uh, 803-0930-1-800-616-WBEN. Testicular tales of terror that you have experienced, testicular tales of terror that you have witnessed. And I myself was once responsible for, well, two testicular tales of terror. We were playing dodgeball once in school. I had a pretty good arm. And uh, the ball I threw hit my opponent. It could not have been better aimed. I wasn't aiming, but it if I was, it could not have been better aimed. That poor little kid fell over, writhing on the ground in agony. And I might have won the game of what we used to call bombardment. Most people would call it dodgeball. 
But I always felt bad about that. And um, playing hockey, I remember taking a slap shot once, and uh, it hit the poor defenseman. Did I also mention I had a wicked slap shot back in the day? I did. I mean, for the time in which we were playing, it was good. Now, a peewee could shoot better. But I I shot just about as well as I could, and cup or no cup, this poor kid uh, was doubled over. Felt kind of bad about that one, too. I've been pretty lucky in life, but it caught up with me. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. I mean, the more lighthearted you can make it, the better, although some of these are just not going to be lighthearted. Uh, let's go to Chuck in uh, Bennington, New York. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hey, Tom. Good. This, this is a great topic. I'm just laughing, and it's not even funny. Well, you know, it's something that every man can relate to. Every dude can relate to. And women are going to listen vicariously because they know that we as men are all a bunch of kitty cats. um, And they deal with all of the pain. We are the babies when it comes to it. So what's your story, sir? That is true. And I have what's called varicocele which is one of the arteries. you got two arteries that go down into your boys. It doesn't circulate well enough from time to time. And then one, it's very, it's painful as heck. Um, the blood pools up in the artery, and it, it almost feels like uh, a sack of spaghetti in one of your boys. Like you're hanging, I don't know how to describe it. Hanging, one side's hanging three inches below the other one. Oh, my God. Uh, how, man. Uh, how, for, uh, how uncomfortable is that? What? <laughs> so it's very uncomfortable. So instead of wearing um, regular, I have I have special underwear. <laughs> so what I do is really tight underwear, almost like a jock strap type of thing, until it goes away. It goes in it, or it comes out, and then it goes back into your body. It, it, it unpools and... It's a varicose vein, basically, in your boys. Is there any, I mean, have you talked to Dr. Biscaglia at the Cosmetic Vein and Laser Center? I mean, is there anything he could do for you? I know Dr. I know Dr. B, so I'm not. I'm sure they could. In fact, um, I first got this when I was like 19 when I was in the Navy, and this happened. And I went and saw, you know, a Navy surgeon. They're like, we could do this. I'm like. Now, look, if you're 19 and someone says, we want to cut your thing open, you're like, no. <laughs> okay, now something has, just entered, some, something has just entered my mind. Okay, shore leave, Bangkok, does this ring a bell? Yes, it was 1984, Tom. So, <laughs> is this... You know what was going on in 1984. Okay. Uh, okay, so it, it, could you have contracted this from somebody with whom you might have had close personal relations? I, God, I, I don't think so. I ne- you know what? My pride of being in the Navy was I never had to get a shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, line up for inspection. Okay, um, exactly. wow. <laughs> well, I guess you were a seaman first class. Anyway. It's a varicose vein in in the boys, and uh, it comes and goes. So, so does this anybody in your family have a history of varicosities? No, they do not. It's a very just an odd thing. So, so the doctors believe it's idiopathic. 
They don't know what the hell happened. But if, I mean, here's what I'm thinking, dude. If you had, you know, relations with a young lady for hire, um, you don't know what you're getting into. And I, I'm wondering if there's no family history. I mean, was it congenital? Why did it just show up then? All right, now you got me. Got to, I got to narrow. No, I won't narrow down the country. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. Well, where, whatever happened, man, I'm sorry. You're, I'm sorry you're going through that. But I, I cannot imagine like like waking up not knowing every morning how low it's going to be. Exactly. But Tom, get one quick thing. I'm sorry I was busy on set last Saturday. I wish I would have saw you guys at. Uh, the Lancaster Moose. I'm glad you had a great time. I'm a member there, and I'm glad you had a lot of fun there. Well, I think member would be one way to phrase it, given the context of this phone call. Okay. Um, we're talking about members. And speaking of, <laughs> speaking of Moose, some might be jealous of you, sir. Um, I thank you very much. I appreciate the call, Chuck, in, in Bennington. All right. Yeah, I, I love uh, the Lancaster Depew Moose. Uh, it, was, it was a fun event, but I did not see any moose dancing at the disco, so I kind of felt like it was false advertising. Uh, and the suit I'm wearing is the best thing I could come as close to as I come to disco. Uh, but anyway, 803-0930, I feel bad for the guy. I really feel bad for the guy. But I really wonder if there's no family history and it only developed after certain contact that he had, I got to wonder if maybe... It was caused by something that maybe, you know what I'm saying? Uh, let's go to, to, I'll leave the diagnostics to the uh, <clears throat> physicians, but it does make one wonder. Uh, let's go to Tony in Buffalo. Tony, you're on WBEN. This is not going to be a fun story. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, it is uh, a little bit of a terror if you think about it, but I had lost both of them to cancer. Two years apart, two different types of cancers, and they couldn't, <laughs> the urologists really couldn't fathom that. I mean, I had a better chance of winning the lottery than being struck by lightning. But the, the first the first one back in 1991, I noticed the lump, but I didn't think anything of it. I, you know, I, I took some bumps riding my bicycle. Mm. So then I went to the urologist, and he said, well, we got to go have that biopsy. So when you go in the hospital and they put you under, when you wake up, you may not have it because they, they biopsy uh, the part of it while you're, while you're under. So then I woke up without one. And um, then two years later, I noticed another slump. So I went back to the urologist. He says, well, sorry, we got to go back for the biopsy again. So we did that. And that was the more milder form of cancer was a, a sermonoma. And the first one was a teratoma. And I knew somebody that had a teratoma and someone else that had a sermatoma. And both of them, the one went through chemo, the other one went through radiation. I got nothing. I escaped all of that. I, I took um, CAT scans every month for, I think, a year or, or, or two, just so they can check the lymph nodes to see if they spread. There was nothing. It was clean. And oh, thank God. Either. So, okay, yeah. there, there are fewer than 20,000 testicular cancer cases reported a year, and you had two cases uh, two years apart, and um, what was I going to ask you here? Uh, two different types. Yeah, two different types of cancers, and I, I, I'm just I'm amazed. So had you oh, – and it typically hits y y uh, men between 15 and 45. 
Correct, because I was 31 and 30, 31 and 33 uh, at, at the time. See, when I was a teenager, I knew I knew a young man who died of testicular cancer. So, you know, it, you're thank God that you caught the lump. Never take yeah. a lump on your testicles for granted. you got to get that thing checked out ASAP. Uh, you sit on your doctor's front porch if you have to. Um, so just out of curiosity, um, did, had you had a family prior to this? Uh, no, no, I, I, I did not. And um, I didn't have, plan on having one and know what was the use now. They said you could donate sperm, you know, before they put you under and just in case they make you sign a form, you know, you can donate sperm if you want to uh, uh, do a family or not. But um, that I didn't. And my other concern was, well, okay, so this is over with. Now what do I do cosmetically? <laughs> so he so said there are implants available. So uh, they put those on hold. They put the testicular implants on hold, the FDA, for some reason or another. And then they eventually they lifted it. So I was able to get one. And then, you know, when the other one had, had to go, I, I got the other one. So I, I told them, make sure it's a good match set, no bird eggs. <laughs> and, um, that, and that was that. Um, the, the, the painful part of the operation was where they cut you. Oh, it's just, it's just right in the spot in your groin where your leg, your, all those joints meet together. And uh-huh. You can't sneeze. You can't cough. And you can't walk either. Um, there, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. First of all, I'm glad you called. I'm glad you are alive and well. Secondly, if this call alerts one man out there to the idea that if they have a lump on one of their testicles, they need immediately to be seen by a physician so it does not metastasize and they can get off as uh, – I'd say as luckily as you did, but I'm sure you don't feel lucky, but uh, compared to the alternative, um, I'm glad you're still with us, Tony, and I'm glad you called. Yes, and I'm, I'm glad you ran this this program. I mean, we hear about the women and breast cancer and ovarian and all that. Very seldom do you hear anything on, on men's testicular issues. Well, so. you know what? It's, it's, so, it's so rare. The cancer is so rare. Breast cancer, I've lost track of the number of women that I know personally who are breast cancer survivors. It's a staggering amount around here. Tony, thank you so much. I appreciate hearing from you, and I'm glad you're doing well. Um, wow. Well, the guy's got a great spirit about it. Testicular Tales of Terror. I do this show once a year. I'm inclined to do four hours of it on Monday if I have to. Um, here's Pam in Buffalo. Pam, you're on WBEN. You've got a story about the man in your life. Oh, yes. You were saying don't cry, don't call about crying about your big V that we, we called it. Yes, ma'am. And my well, what I said was there's on... nothing to it. Was the... oh, Yeah, right. right. Well, he, yeah, he didn't think so because he didn't tell him he wasn't numb. But uh, anyway, um, he's a, he was a bowler, and he had it done on Thursday. Well, Friday he goes, I'm good enough to go bowling, after he was told that he shouldn't be lifting anything. Well, that night I heard the ice tray going, and I walked in the living room, and there he was laying on the floor with a bag of ice between his legs. And his boys were about as big as those bowling balls. Oh, my goodness. Did he, did he seek medical attention? No, are you kidding? It was, I had to force him to, to do it, you know, even when he was running 105 fever to do anything about that. 
No, he wouldn't have went in. Oh, mm-hmm. like, it, oh, when you yeah, when you get a complication like that. But I mean, look, I thought it was kind of cool that like three hours after I had my vasectomy, I was at the company Christmas party, but we didn't have bowling balls there. <laughs> we, we did have a photo booth, but they did away with that for some weird reason. Um, <laughs> I thank you very have much. Anything to do with that? <laughs> well, Pam, I, I thank you very much. All I can say in my case, there really was nothing to it. Um, okay. I'm happy it worked. I would have worked out okay for him too if he didn't have to go bowling. Well, you, when you got a bowl, you got a bowl. Uh, thank you very much, Pam. I'm glad everything uh, worked out well. Let's go to Bill in Fort Erie. Little known fact: Canadians have testicles too. I didn't know that until today. Bill, you're on WBen. Hello. You didn't know that. No, this is news no, to I, me. I looked at Pierre Trudeau and uh, or Justin Trudeau, and I kind of wondered. But oh, let's not. Any, anyway, uh, anyway, I mean, we've let let me say, let me say, of all the topics that I had the opportunity to call in on, this one was a surprise. Well, I'm glad. I've got about two. Well, I've got about two minutes. I've got about two minutes. So you got to rush okay. to the finish line. Okay. Uh, about 40 years ago, I was on the first tee at Niagara-on-the-Lake uh, golf course um, playing with a friend of mine and uh, one gentleman who unfortunately was blind in one eye. And uh, as we were warming up, I kind of turned, and all of a sudden I felt this numbing um, between my legs, and I kind of keeled over, and... Uh, the poor guy had no idea that he'd hit me and my partner wasn't watching. So I'm kind of bent over and the pain, the pain meter went way by anything that uh, was normal. And I stood up and I just felt numb. So we started down the fairway. I, I teed off somehow and I started walking down the fairway and about a third of the way down, I felt like a like an elderly cowboy. I was just getting more and more built up with uh, fluid. And I said to them, I better head back. I better head back. And so I went back to the clubhouse. I was a teaching professional then, so I went right into the clubhouse, and my buddies grabbed some ice, packed me with ice, and uh, still no pain. So I got in the car. And of all things, in, in Niagara on the lake, they have a volunteer fire department who blocks traffic and wants you to give money to their association. So sure enough, here I am, packed solid with bundles of ice in my crotch, driving along, and he's the fireman comes over, and I'm so embarrassed. And unfortunately for me, he didn't really get a chance to look in the car. I gave him some money and headed home. Uh, by the time I got home, I was about four times as large as, oh, five times. Bill, Bill I, I, I'm, out, I, I'm out of time, brother. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm out of time. Oh. I, I, I have so many questions, and I'm sure the audience does too, but I just I haven't time. I thank you very much for calling. Thanks to Josh Schmidt for a great job. I wanted to hear the end of that story too.